Welcome to Level Up Chips Battle for Middle Earth 2 Rise of the Witch King. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Level Up Chips. I usually have an intro type of thing, but uh, here we are talking about Elden Ring. Uh, I have with me uh, host uh, Max Logan, mm -hmm. and I also have the guest host uh, Michael Livingston, who's Hello. my boss. Um, I always <laughs> I, like to mention that. Honestly. Of course, yeah, Just, yeah, he's my boss. So. You can't make any mistakes. No, I cannot. <laughs> so here we are. We we also have to worry maybe a little bit about spoilers for Elden Ring. For I you. suppose, yeah. yeah. I, I, if as long as we keep it to like gameplay and just how much fun we're having, like I can I can get on that, but. Uh, I don't know. I've seen a couple videos on YouTube that have, you know, see, spoiled bosses that are ahead of me, but mm -hmm. um, but I'm pretty good to talk about whatever. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I understand. Um, you're in Liernia Lakes? Yes. I Okay. The, this is the gravity of this game. I have played it for probably 60 hours, and I have not even gotten past Liernia of the Lakes, because I'm just I'm a completionist. I, I have to find everything. Mm -hmm. I have to fight every enemy. I have to fight every boss. I'm the type of person to look up a walkthrough and be like, did I miss anything? Because I got to go do that before I move on to the next phase. Right. I, I just got to ask, right now in the lakes, um, have you gotten to the middle, the the big uh, dungeon? Yeah, the legacy dungeon. I have not. No, I, I my only legacy so far has been Stormvale. Yeah, Stormvale is... It's a good first impression for the dungeons. Mm -hmm. I feel like in terms of what we can just talk about that I, I wouldn't say is spoilery, yeah. but fair warning to anybody, it's just all of Limgrave. I mm -hmm. feel like once we get out of Limgrave, we're going to have to tread carefully about right. what's being said. Sure. But Limgrave, I think, is that first area that anybody you seen yeah. and everybody can talk about it was right. available for network tests too and everything mm -hmm. like that so so yeah so right. can we just say right off the bat this game exceeds expectations <laughs> like yeah. it blows them out of the water it's oh my god absolutely amazing what from software has done with this game mm -hmm. uh, in general because the the range that they've had before is very small i'd say again their their largest is probably sekiro yeah Mm -hmm. And even then, that is nothing in comparison to what they have here. Right. Yeah, um, definitely. Um, what was it? Uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was going to be just like Dark Souls, but, you know, it's big. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it does share a lot of gameplay elements, but for the most part, it's its own thing, and I really like that. Yeah, I don't, I, I can't, I, I originally thought that too, because of course it has, like, you know, even sound design is very similar, you mm -hmm. know, but it really is a culmination of everything from software has given us so far, calling back to the aesthetic of Dark Souls, but, you know, not even neglecting, like, the 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 sad forgotten child of Dark Souls 2 with the <laughs> return of, like, power stancing and yep. different gameplay mechanics that um, a lot of people had cherished. And then later you get some of the aesthetic choices from Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. And then you get, like, the invisible, like, stance meter um, from Sekiro, like, mm -hmm. bringing back the sort of, like, fast-paced combat that the, it wants you to do. But, of course, you can hide behind a shield, like the classic days. Like, it's so, mm -hmm. it's so much. Speaking of shields, actually, with the update um, that just came out yesterday. Yeah. 
uh, shields have actually been buffed, mm -hmm. so they are yep. much more feasible in your set. Right, yeah. Uh, it made it so that guard boost is higher on all of them. So, like, you can take more hits on the shield without your stamina running out. Sure. But also they made the uh, turtle shield mm -hmm. less uh, overpowered because before it had 100% physical resistance and now it has 87. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. honestly really fair. I remember seeing people fighting this one boss that is in the very, very end game part. It's all optional. And they they fought him, was it level one? Um, <laughs> just the turtle shield and some other weapons. And that turtle shield, there is a certain um, attack that is very undodgeable, it feels like. Yeah. Just very difficult. And if you're level one, you're kind of screwed. Mm -hmm. And that turtle shield saved everybody. I'm curious to see what the strategies will be now, taking yeah. that it's gotten nerfed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm super excited to see what they do. Right. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I think my favorite thing when it comes to all the From Software games, the, the one aesthetic that I love is still Bloodborne. Mm -hmm. I think that in terms of aesthetic, the entire game is beautiful. Yeah, but it's probably the most unique. One mm -hmm. of the, the most unique. And I'd say um, the place that they do have that shares a lot of Bloodborne vibes, uh, I saw this one tweet where someone was talking about how all their friends are playing it and they did not want to say the names of places mm. they just kind of gave very vague descriptions descriptions and i think that's the best way to so do this right now the okay. red zone i is yeah <laughs> i know what you're talking about it starts with a c the red yeah. zone is very fun and <laughs> it is very terrifying especially when you get teleported there in the first hour of gameplay <laughs> by a chest i you know i was i was told before that what was it there was I think we could all just say this, but yeah, the twin blade is in the Dragon Burnt Ruins, right? Yes. So <laughs> I went there. I was like, "Oh, cool! It must be in this chest." And I was, I opened it. I on my first playthrough, honestly, I saw the like puff of smoke come out, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's a trap." I walked away from it, and the curiosity got the better of me. I was like, "Maybe I'll just stand in it," and then. <laughs> yeah. I remember the very first hour, like, I kid you not, I got out of the tutorial area, I went up the elevator, I got to that first uh, grace where the guy's like, oh, you're maiden list. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no maidens. No maidens. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay. And I left that site of grace, immediately went to the dragon burnt ruins. Like, mm -hmm. I kid you not, just immediately went there, didn't alert the dragon, and I found the treasure chest, and I opened it. I was like, ooh, it transported me somewhere. Ooh, this would be really <laughs> exciting. And Where that's when my I? brother, who was up at, like, you know, 4 o'clock because he's in Japan, 4 a.m., mm -hmm. he was like, hey, could I sh watch your screen voice chat? I was like, yeah. yeah, sure. And he said, where are you? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> and he's like, well, well, why don't you try coming out? And... It was the mines, the crystal tunnel, yeah. and there were those people that just kept killing me instantly. Oh I'm like, God. okay, so I'm definitely not supposed to be here. Yeah, and I was like, oh, why don't I just teleport out? You I can't, can't teleport. Yeah. Oh, my oh my God, God. what what is, what yeah. is happening? And my brother's like, oh my God, are you are you gonna have to restart? I was like, no, 
I'll find a site of grace. And I ran mm -hmm. everywhere, just yeah. dodged everything. I found the site of grace, and I was like, this is a red zone. Mm -hmm. What is happening here? Mm -hmm. I had no idea. And I was like, that's another mm -hmm. place I'll have to figure out. And that's when my brother said, you haven't even gotten your horse yet, haven't you? And I said, <laughs> no. Oh, my I, God. Yeah, I walked out of the tunnel, and I saw the red water. I was like, that's a poison swamp, isn't yes. it? And I was like, okay, time to leave. I'm not I, I'm not doing this yet. Yeah. I'm not welcome to you. Can we do this? How about we break down each other's uh, first run through builds? Because I know you guys have probably finished it. But what was your first build you were going for? Go, go ahead. My build was tank. Yes. Um, I went with extreme vigor with um, health. Mm -hmm. I had a little bit in endurance, but most of it was in strength mm -hmm. and dexterity. And I was kind of unstoppable yeah. for most of my game. It was I, I know that people say mage is easy mode. I'm over here like I'm dual wielding great axes. Godric's <laughs> great axe in one hand and another great axe in the other. Yeah. Completely maxed out, have some of the like strongest armor mm -hmm. that you could possibly get. Nobody could stop me. I went in PvP all the time, like, hey, Check this out, and I would do all <laughs> sorts of moves, and they just ran away from me. That's mm -hmm. awesome. Um, so my first one, I kind of that's kind of defunct now. I tried doing like a dexterity thing. I started mm -hmm. with the samurai. I realized I didn't really like it too much, so mm -hmm. I deleted that one, and then I started doing a faith playthrough with the confessor. Okay, and now it's just mainly what is it like health because i need a lot of you'll need a lot of that the soft caps like 60 in this game yeah and then i have a lot in sh faith obviously and then some in strength uh and that's about it honestly yeah i'm i'm kind of the same way i start as a confessor and whenever i play like a souls like game i try to be like a swiss army knife on my first playthrough like mm -hmm. enough enough uh faith in arcane to cast like some entry level spells if I need it, but also enough dex to equip a crossbow and enough strength to use a great sword if I need to. So and yeah. it is really nice that very early on, I'll just label this as a spoiler just in case anybody gets mad at me. You know, um, I was very happy that pretty early on you can respec at some point, mm -hmm. um, just because and you you were able to get quite a few like. Respec time. items. Yeah, yeah, respec items. I was at some point like, oh, I have 10, like, items, so I can just respec 10 different times. Mm. Why not? Yeah. And it was perfect because later on you'll probably see some really great spells. Yeah. So many of them, you will see the requirements for some of the attributes, and you'll say, what? How am <laughs> I supposed to do mm -hmm. this? It's very helpful yeah. being able to do this and say, why don't I try doing this insane magic ability? Mm -hmm. And you'll see it, and they can be way too OP. Yeah. Some of them are really fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In fact, they just buffed magic. Yeah. See, that's what I don't I, I don't want to do that because I remember when it first launched in the first week that you could see countless YouTube videos how to become OP in the first 10 minutes of playing, you know? Like, that's not how I want to engage the game. Like, I really want mm -hmm. to sort of take my time, um, play it how I want to play it, put the emphasis on exploring rather than getting to a point where I could just kill anything with one hit, you know? That's that's kind of where I'm at with mm -hmm. it. And, and 
I have beaten Elden Ring. I'm I'm the only one I think. Right, I'm has, super close to beating it. He is. Um, I'm the only one who has beaten it. Um, and I am three trophies away from getting the platinum mm. on this. So I've beaten every boss, and I was really happy with the way that I did things of not really looking at walkthroughs. The only time I ever did that was at the end game where I was like, okay. I don't want to do these trophies about, like, get the legendary talisman right. and stuff like that. I just want to know where they are, mm. and I want to get that trophy. I'm good. I want to find this boss because I don't know where that is. Right. And doing that, just doing a basic run-through and being like, I know I'm at the final boss. Mm. I don't want to go through, like, any of the stuff walkthrough-wise until that final boss. It felt fantastic yeah not mm-hmm. knowing a single thing about that game now this going is in. this isn't really spoilery but i have a uh, a question do you new game plus in this game or do you have to start over completely no uh, there new is game a plus. new game plus okay, which it's, is fantastic and it's like uh every game that isn't what is it demon souls dark souls one and bloodborne mm-hmm. they give you the option after you beat the game to go into dark into new game plus instead of just throwing you into it that was definitely the thing that i was very shocked by even if you fight the final boss and you choose one of the endings they will say hey do you want to start this or do you want to keep exploring Mm -hmm. i was shocked because as soon as i did the ending i'm like this is it i'm going into new game plus and they said no you don't have to Mm -hmm. it was awesome yeah it was really neat um at the moment, I'm, I think I level 150 on my first person. That's mm. cool. And I think a lot of people are saying that's the meta yeah. level um, that people might be going for, if not 125. Mm. Um, and I'm saving that one for anything, if they ever do DLC. I don't think they're, they are. Really? But a yeah. lot of people are saying, oh, you never know. I'm like, well, I don't know. So I'm just going to keep... I, I don't know. That That is a good question. Like... So the From Software series has always put an emphasis on DLC mm-hmm. um, ever since Dark Souls 1, and I know a lot of people would love to see that. I would love to see that. Yeah. Like, imagine a whole new area to explore, you know? And and that's the one interesting thing. Um, there There's a certain character that's talked about a lot um, for certain later bosses, mm. and you get to see that person, but they're not in a form that you fight or anything like that. And you just see that, and you're like, Okay, huh. and I looked it up. I was like, is there anything to do with this person? They said, nope, nothing. More than likely, DLC. Mm-hmm. I said, sure, that makes sense. At the same time, it's such a big game. Mm-hmm. It makes you wonder, what is the DLC going to look like? Is that going to take two years to finally be made? Or I don't know. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to yeah. it. I'm excited because more than likely, they're going to see the feedback mm-hmm. of... Elden Ring, all the memes, everything, and say, okay, here you guys go. Kind of like um, uh, the old hunter, is that? Is that? Oh, yeah. Or the old hunters. The yep. old hunters. That was my favorite DLC I think I've ever played. Yeah, I have to agree. Um, mm-hmm. That one was just beautiful in its own way, especially the beginning area, and I want that for this DLC. I really want them to get that open world, but make it smaller, condensed, but still have that same feeling of exploration that we got in Limgrave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a question because the last time I was on here, we just talked about sort of souls in general. Right. But uh, Mike, you played Dark Souls one before you played Elden Ring. Yep. And now that you've finished Elden Ring, you're obsessed with it. 
does it inspire you to go back and play more Souls games? Oh, definitely. In fact, um, what was it? I started my Souls track back in December, mm-hmm. um, like maybe end of November with Max and Nate when I decided to do a playthrough of Bloodborne. Yeah. That was my first ever one that I beat. Mm-hmm. Played through the DLC, got the secret ending, loved it, mm-hmm. absolutely adored it, went right right to Sekiro, mm-hmm. um, which was insanely difficult. Um, and then I went over to Dark Souls, uh, Dark Souls 1 yep. mm-hmm. and beat that, and then I went into Dark Souls 3, got maybe about a third of the way through, and then... Elden Ring released, yeah. And I was obsessed with that game. And now I'm thinking about going through Dark Souls 3, but it's one of those things that a lot of people have been saying, I went back to those games, it's hard to go back. Mm -hmm. I imagine it would be, yeah. Um, Just because they went into the the beginning area of Dark Souls uh, 3, you know, the the Dragon Keep. Mm. Yeah, High Wall. High High Wall. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, you're you're having a good time. They're like, all right, and I'm going to press X to jump. No, yeah. Yeah. no, 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 no. You can't do this to me. It felt terrible for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the freedom that they have given us in Elden Ring is just like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel spoiled almost. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? totally. This game gives you so much freedom yeah. in a way that I've never seen in a game in a long time. Yeah. And the fact that it just looks beautiful, too, is mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's your guys' favorite areas in the uh, game? I still have to say Red Zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Red Zone is my favorite. I like, uh, you haven't gotten there yet. I don't know if I should say it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I um, wouldn't know. Yeah, I was going to say, again, major spoiler warning. I think we're about to get into some stuff that mm-hmm. might get some people to, you know. I like I like the Royal Capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lindell. Lindell is neat. Mm-hmm. And there's a certain point where they, they do something with Lindell that kind of changes it, and it's really neat looking. Yeah. yeah, There's something about it that gives me major Dark Souls 3 vibes mm. with all the ashes and everything. Um, I don't know. Yeah. There, there, there's stuff like that where, and again, I already said spoilers warning mm-hmm. for anything. Max, you don't have to start. <laughs> yeah, my favorite area, I mean, we discovered... The Siofra uh, River well oh, around the yeah, same the time. underground yeah. area. Yeah, and that's oh just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that same reaction. Every time they see the well, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, elevator. You go down. It's like one-minute elevator. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh. And I think the best part is the fact that that minute elevator, they aren't going slow. No. It's mm-hmm. going fast. Yeah, and you're, you're like, going to the center of the earth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, and you're like, what is going on? That's what's just so great about Souls is, like, just when you think there's enough, there's always more. Yep. And I think one of the best parts is I remember when I went into the well, I saw the starry night uh, on the, the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you can see the ceiling here, and you're like, I can see some of the, the stalactites mm-hmm. yeah. just on top. You can see it slightly mm-hmm. in that starry night. And you also see some of the, like, huge buildings from so far away mm-hmm. and i legit saw that i was like okay so what that's a jpeg of some building in a skybox no you go there warp. yeah i didn't know i was yeah. like wouldn't that be cool if that was like a dlc area no that's just part of the game though yeah. on, well, honestly if i know if i'm thinking about what you're talking about that 
does seem like maybe it would be a DLC area. Like, it seems like it. Hmm. Considering the means you have to do, like, the means you have to go to to actually get there. Mm. Yes, there is, a, in, in that area, that's where the DLC part was kind of hinted at. Almost. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's where I'm really excited. Again, they have so many different endings, and I'm kind of shocked by it because there's six different ones. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they only allow for three of them to be achievements. Oh. I think, yeah, uh, about, I think a few of them are like variations on the same one, but... Mm-hmm. It's, they're different endings. Yeah, basically the the three categories that they have, I'd say, um, is neutral ending, which is kind of like the base game, what they tell you to, to do. do. Become Elden Lord. Yeah, yeah. just that kind of you know basic like, oh, you did it, good job. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have the good ending, which is very long. Very, yeah, you very, have very to do long. a quest. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then you have the bad endings, which can be very fun to see. Yeah, it's... I think it's kind of like Sekiro, where you can end the game early mm. by doing the bad endings. Yeah, and I'm hoping for my third run through that I do the bad ending. Just say, "All right, cut it short. Just, just give me the bad ending. Mm. Just give me the trophy. It. Just give me the platinum for doing <laughs> some really bad job." Yeah. I'm. I. I don't know. After talking about this with other people, how they can one up after this. Like oh, is yeah. this how could they improve? Like is this the is this the roof? Like is this is this the, the peak? The peak of gaming? Well, <laughs> like and, I don't know. And that's the thing, you know. Everybody's talking about, and, and I don't know. Honest to God, they could make a sequel to Bloodborne where it has maybe a larger map like Sekiro. That would be nice. That'd mm-hmm. be great. I think that having something where it's just much larger scale. It still has that same feeling of uneasiness because mm-hmm. I think that Dark Souls, there's something about it where even though there were some creepy parts, like, you know, hell, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically, it was like, oh, but it's still kind of that, like, neat adventure where you're like, yeah, yeah cool, I found a cool area, and it's beautiful. Bloodborne had that vibe of, I'm in a place, and I shouldn't be here. Yeah. It always felt like you were unwelcome mm-hmm. in the worst ways imaginable. I mean, to be fair, the first area, you got those guys wandering around yelling about uh, killing you and how mm-hmm. you're not welcome. and Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then you have the Forbidden Woods where it's just snakes. snakes. Yep. Yeah. Literally, I found a meme where it's like, Forbidden Woods, woods map. And it's just, just normal. and Trees then... and then snakes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would be really cool. Yeah. I Because I, I, I didn't even discount the... Um, the possibility of a Bloodborne sequel, which is kind of what we've been asking for for years. So. Yep. I think that the next step that they really have is, that was, you know, Elden Ring is more of Dark Souls mm-hmm. with a hint of all the other games mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, people are like, no, it's Dark Souls open world. Yeah, That's right. the best way to describe it to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that if they decided to go any direction later, it's to get all of the ones that they have right now, like Bloodborne and Sekiro, get those types of ideas, you know, those aesthetics, and make them open world with a hint of some of the other stuff. Yeah. They right. basically just have to go through their color palette and go full circle yeah. until they're like, okay, 
now we need a new IP. And they mm-hmm. are going to have to go through a lot of different segments. They, they yeah. can't just go full circle and then go to IPs. They're going to have to do it slowly but surely. Just, mm. you know, open world, new IP, open world. Just basically have that almost like... I don't know, maybe Avenger style, where mm-hmm. they they what they do is usually bring in new people just to have a huge game or huge movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're really just gonna have to slowly feed, cycle through, the... cycle through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, this has been the most interesting month ever because you know we had spring break and I was able to play so much Elden Ring, but also I'm I'm playing Lego Harry Potter. With my partner, <laughs> so oh my it's God. just like I go from this uh, you know huge open world to like this this uh, just, game that's just full of nostalgia. It's just level based. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just it's so fun to like just see the grand like spectrum of of games. Yeah, you know, I think that's what's beautiful about Elden Ring, mm-hmm. and I think that's the thing that everybody's looking at this and saying, "Wow, this is a renaissance." Mm-hmm. I think that it's really showing what games can actually do. Yeah. Um, I think FromSoft has some of the best storytelling in terms of nonlinearity, mm-hmm. in terms of being very discreet about what's really happening, but you're still interested enough to say, whoa, what's that? Mm-hmm. I think I kind of understand. Mm-hmm. And I think what they really do well is mixing in the community and the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of games really give the community a chance to work together and figure stuff out. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's been that's been another cool experience is like you know I don't really summon often for bosses or anything but like um I haven't seen such an active um Souls world since like probably Dark Souls 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd probably say that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, Dark Souls 3 was the one that sold, what, 10 million copies mm-hmm. in its lifetime, and this has sold 12 million. <laughs> in two weeks. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. And <laughs> crazy. I, if I'm not mistaken, literally one day after they said 12 million. It was 13. Yeah. Wow. Like, it is completely blown expectations yeah. out of the water. I, th- I think, what was it, uh, Bandai Namco was estimating 4 million <laughs> there's no way oh yeah, my no. gosh yeah they were ex- they were expecting four million copies yeah. i mean i i think and that's the thing that i've been curious about how did it just succeed so well what was the marketing that just was it jeff keely just well probably just the, the fact that they left us in the dark for like two, two years, years. <laughs> yeah and then came out in at e3 swinging and yeah. it was they went crazy and Shout out to that one guy on YouTube who did daily Elden Ring updates oh, for yeah. two years straight. Yeah, it was like there's nothing. It, <laughs> it's like the Twitter account where it was uh, Bayonetta, Bayonetta 3. Yeah. yeah, it was like there is no news. And the day it got revealed, it was like, oh, there's there news. news. <laughs> it showed all the Bayonetta characters freaking out. Yeah, that's awesome. It, it's stuff like that where I think the community were – I really have not seen – people who enjoy this game have like a weird bad take or anything it's usually the people who have a frustrating time that Mm -hmm. i start seeing people saying oh this sucks and everything Mm -hmm. the people who really enjoy these games they all work together in Mm -hmm. such a like harmonious way yeah 
seems like they've been more accepting this time around for new players, too. Yeah, definitely. And it's nice to know that with such an open world with so many bosses and so many ways to level up, it is the most... It's a weird thing. It can be the hardest... It could be the easiest at the same time. And it could be the easiest, exactly. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to tell people what to do, you know? I don't know how to say, try Demon Souls first, because... Mm -hmm. It's like the easiest one. But at the same time, try going from Demon Souls, which is the most linear one, literally just level one, 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 two, basically. One, three. One, three. And then tell them, okay, now go into Breath of the Wild Demon Souls. Right. <laughs> like, it's stuff like that where it's like, you, you can't compare. It's like saying, go to the NES Mario and then. Go to Odyssey. Play Odyssey. Play Odyssey. Just have some fun time. It's super welcoming. You're going to look at it and say, there's a control stick. (laughs) (laughs) There's a control stick? I can move the camera? (laughs) It's stuff like that where it's just, you start realizing how drastically different these games are. Right. And I guess I I don't know where to get at in this point. Mm -hmm. It's just... George Double R. Martin, he made such a big deal about this, I feel like, just because with, with the fact that he did do Game of Thrones, he yeah. helped out with the story. I think that already that name mm-hmm. sparked enough, I don't know, interest. Yeah. Yeah, from people who don't know. Because obviously they put Hidetaka Miyazaki's name on it. Yeah. And people, you know, when the, a lot of people, when they hear Miyazaki, they think Studio Ghibli. So they're like, okay, who's that? And then they see George R.R. R. Martin, and they're like, oh. Different thing, different thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know him from Game of Thrones, okay. Mm-hmm. And then they see the actual, like, medieval set, and you're like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. If yeah. you saw Miyazaki and then saw some medieval stuff, you'd say, that's not Totoro. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know what to say other than if you haven't played this game yet. Do it, please. You're doing yourself a disservice. This is the kind of game... That makes that wakes me up from my like, you know, years long starvation of just like having a good game, and it's kind of like, oh wow, this is why this is important. You know, this is a serotonin booster. This is fine dining. in terms of video games, it's one of those things where I I think for all of us now. I mean, before I was like, ah, Soulsborne, it's not my thing. Mm -hmm. Now I'm looking at it like it feels like I played it for years even though it's been a few months it's gotten to the point where i'm like it feels like ma's cooking welcome Mm -hmm. to the family man i know to the souls it feels like you just got back home and you're eating ma's you know chicken noodle soup and you're like this is it this is the fine dining that i was looking for Mm -hmm. if i had to if i had to give the newbies one tip level vigor because i've seen too many people complain about how they're getting one shot, and I'm like, you have 20 vigor. Of course they're getting one shot. You know, speaking of that, why don't we, Michael and I, why don't we say our tips for newcomers? Sounds good. Um, You go first, I think. Well, taking that I have beaten the game, I've seen a lot of people say I've beaten the game in 50 hours, stuff like that. They've they've beaten everything. They've, They've gotten the platinum trophy. And a lot of those people on Twitter are also t- saying, I know someone who's completed it that, you know, short of time. And when I'm going through, I don't know, the, the limb grave, mm-hmm. they'll see a cave and say, man, I never explored that. Yeah. Explore. Right. To all the newcomers, just take in and soak up 
what the environment is because I think you'll really appreciate some of the different storylines mm. that are you, – you might miss completely. I know there are NPCs now to this day that I'm like, I didn't know that was a thing. And yeah. I do regret that in a certain way, yeah. that I never knew this NPC existed. I think that there's a joy in it going mm -hmm. through my second playthrough and saying I – have never met that NPC, and that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're going through, you know, 10 kajillion playthroughs and you still have not seen a cave, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. Go through those games. If you want to do a second playthrough, find stuff that you haven't found before. Mm -hmm. Really have a good time with this game and really explore what these developers have spent a good possible six years yeah. mm -hmm. working on. Right. Yeah, my tip is just uh, like any Souls game. If the character, if the enemy is is your size, the the size of your character, it's normally harder than the ones that are a lot bigger than you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> there's a philosophy I follow where if it's like big, like if it's a giant enemy, you just stick to its behind mm. and you just keep hitting that. And never stay in the front. Yeah, you always and then, stick in the back. Yeah, but with human enemies, they can just turn on a dime. Right. They're always facing you, and you're like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I, I for for all newcomers, there is going to be a boss that is optional, that is human sized, um, and is possibly the hardest boss in the series. In the series, in Soulsborne, like ever. Mm -hmm. And if you do not want to fight that. It's you optional. do not have to. All you ha the only reason you'd ever fight that one boss is for the trophy, and, and that is it. And it's impressive, frankly, if you even get down there. Even then, I think the only other reason that you'd be fighting this boss is because um, if you choose the bad ending, there's a certain and spoiler warning. There's a certain burn that you get on your body that. Mm -hmm puts you directly towards that bad ending mm. and you cannot do the good ending at that point that's it you're permanently bad ending unless unless you fight that optional boss then you get that you get unburned yeah you get an item that lets you reverse it and do the good ending yeah. that's the only way and even then the bad ending I would be surprised if you accidentally did that because it is hard to find. Mm -hmm. Even I was looking through and I was like, oh, I'm minding my own business, beat this boss. And then I found a secret area and I was like, oh, I feel like I just found something that nobody on planet Earth has ever found. Mm -hmm. And then I found messages and I was like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. How do you guys end podcasts again? Um, we usually do the um, random game of the oh, week, but, but no point. No point. Play Elden Ring. <laughs> yes. Get Elden Ring. This is probably, it, it's funny because it's March, only March of this year, and I can already see the Game Awards are going to be completely Just flooded. swept by... It's, that's it. it. This is The Last of Us Part 2 of 2022. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like Lord of the Rings, Return of the King at the Oscars. Just oh full my sweep. Just yeah. full sweep. Yeah. And to that, I just say, everybody, just, just play, Elden, play Ring. Elden Ring. Play a Soulsborne. If you haven't had any good luck with it, try doing a walkthrough. There's no shame in it mm -hmm. at all. A lot of people think that you have to do this by yourself. Don't. 
don't don't listen to the people who call you a noob for like <laughs> using powerful strategies or just... magic, anything like that. Yeah. No gatekeeping in this community. Yeah. Just do what you, you want have to because this lore is fantastic. The lore in every game is incredible and the just there's an experience to it all mm-hmm. and I think that everybody should at some point experience it for sure. Right. I think with that being said, I think that's the end of this. So yep. see awesome. everybody. We'll see you in the, the coming weeks. Yep, eventually. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>